Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janus Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janus Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, live at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. David Faber's on assignment. We are on Rebound Watch today after the worst decline for stocks since June of 2020. Got some signs of stabilization, but rates continue to creep higher. Uh, Two-year 383, fairly steady after core PPI is in line, although core was the 10th hot. And that's where we'll begin with the markets and inflation. Stocks trying to recover from the sell-off today. As of yesterday's close, the Dow is now off about 16% from the all-time high, S&P about 18%, the NASDAQ 28%, Jim. And we did see the NDX with its worst day since COVID actually began. The two things that have happened in my travels, one is that many people have given me a chart, many, which shows uh, the overlay. That's the horrible 1999-2000 overlay with a lot of fang kind of perch. I got a lot of that. And the second thing I got was, why do I need to be in stocks? Uh, I'm getting only a 4%. Uh, neither one is uh, a sale. They're not unassailable. I can make cases. But I, I got to tell you, Carl, when I see a PPI number like this, and it's plus 7.3 versus a year ago, I, I just say that's no victory. And then this is the worst thing that I keep hearing. Endemic, endemic, endemic. Jim, why don't you come on air and say how endemic it is? Why do you insist on thinking that Powell can tame it? And I come back and say, Powell can tame it because he can make it so that stocks are worth less, your house is worth less, you have to go back to work. <laughs> well, he's, he's got the first two things going. Well, I mean, you know, look, if, I've seen endemic inflation. And when uh, the people have been around, the, 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 you, you think about Volcker and endemic inflation. And then if you think about Volcker and endemic inflation, you always hear these people who bought the 30-year at 14%. And yes, they were true visionaries. But I don't know, Carl. I, I, when I'm on the road and I'm at places that see hundreds, hundreds of millions of people, uh, Starbucks, Costco, they, they're not worried about inflation. Starbucks is steady. Costco says inflation has peaked. What am I supposed to do? Say they're wrong? Uh, their uh, their visibility and certainly their own SKUs uh, are, are, is pretty important to note. And you have been on the road and you mentioned Costco and what Craig Jelinek told you about what he thinks inflation is going to do over the next, say, six months to a year. Take a listen to this. Things will start to come down. If you start to see now fuel prices are coming down, which is a big part of distribution costs, distribution is starting to level out and come down. I think you'll see anything in non-food coming from China that uh, is not going to go away and container costs are starting to come down. So I see this uh, hopefully turning around in six months to a year. Now, how do we measure what he has to say? And remember, 100 million members with what this data says. And I think the answer is is that his data is better than the government's. Uh, And I say that because it's up to the minute. It's as of yesterday. It's not as of a month ago. 
Uh, when you see beef coming down and chicken coming down, are we supposed to say that he doesn't know? Now, there's a considerable part of the country that still does not have a Costco. And maybe they go to Dollar, Dollar Tree, Dollar General. But I like his information. And he's giving us, our viewers, that information because it's truthful. He's not a Pollyanna. He's looking at numbers. Um, I, I get that. Uh, but how much visibility does he really have into medical care costs? And what about shelter? And, you know, these persistent areas of it. That was the scare yesterday, right? Is the persistence well, of, of, say, shelter uh, inflation in the next few, few years. There's no doubt about it that the Fed, the Fed is stuck with a, a Congress that spent a lot of money building semiconductor plants, and a lot of solar, and, and not doing housing. Now, if you were running, if you watch our show, you would say, what we really need to do is we need to put up housing. And there's no relief there. Uh, so I don't have, I mean, I've got my club meeting tomorrow for our, in the investment club. I'm, I'm struggling to find out how to build more houses. I also think, by the way, if you own a house, there's got to be some sense that you have to sell, but no one seems to want to do that. Now, I look at what Home Depot has to say, and I, I feel a little more sanguine. When I talk to the companies, I'm more sanguine. Uh, but I think that we're going to have some earnings disappointments soon because I think that you can't keep raising rates and not think that somebody gets hurt. That's interesting because uh, the view from, say, J.P. Morgan last night was so far conference season. We're not seeing the earnings blow ups today. J&J reiterating the guide. That was Raytheon reiterating the guide. These are great companies uh, and, and it should matter. I, I think that Raytheon is an interesting uh, play on what's happening in Ukraine. J&J splitting the company up. They don't even need to do this, but they're doing it. I think a lot of the CEOs just say, why the heck is my stock down? They're not thinking macro. They're thinking their own book. And I like that. But it may not be enough to, to convince people that the four-year is, is not as good. I, I think the four-year for a person who is older and knows they need the money is it, just too, it, it's glamorous. Now, if we put up a chart of the four-year and how it's gotten, you know, of the three-year and the four-year, and getting close to getting four. These are parabolic moves. These, if you want to know what's really a 1999-2000 chart, overlay, overlay the action in the three-year. And typically what we would say is that's the parabolic. That should be sold. I don't know a soul who wants to sell the three-year. It's a love piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, well, we, I mean, certainly we can watch the two-year, uh, 383. Oh, man. Um, which, again, takes you back to 2007. You know, there's a lot of discussion yesterday about 100 basis points. Nomura is going to try again, uh, guessing on 100. But others say 375s in a row for these guys is a big deal. Yeah, look, the 100 that we're hearing is a sign that they're panicking because they just said around 75. You can do 75 and then 75 again. It's just that as they go up, you're getting obliterated if you bought the two-year. You have to go out a little bit more. Now, as someone who says, okay, look, I may need that money, uh, and I, w- I once gotten a lot of hot water for saying this, but if you need the money in a three-year period, it- it's very difficult to say, I'm going to stick with the S&P when you've got this piece of paper. That's your enemy. The real enemy of Raytheon and J&J is that chart, not the actual price of their stock, which is pretty interesting. Pretty right. close. 
Right. Um, one one uh, dynamic that uh, got discussed last night on some trading desks was, as we said, earnings season looks like it's going to be fine. So the debate going forward is going to be about the impact of rates on the market multiple, right? You're not as worried That's about it. what earnings are going to do in no. Q4, Q1. It's what you'll pay. Uh, now, let's look at the banks. They're very inexpensive. You know that the banks that are trading-oriented, we know this from David Solomon at Goldman, aren't doing that well. But how about a bank that's not trading-oriented, that doesn't really have a big brokerage business, that is able to keep what they pay you down and is suddenly able to invest at these prices? Wells Fargo, Charlie Sharp. If you're Charlie Sharp right now, I think that the biggest pressure you have is how much money you want to make off your customers. Because you're not worried about whether there's a lot of trading. Now, my investing club owns Morgan Stanley, and it owns uh, Wells. I'm more worried about Morgan Stanley, but the multiples of these, and Morgan Stanley's better yield. Sure. The multiples of these are, are, are so low, but maybe they just go lower and lower and lower. And that's what I think people really fear. Huh. Morgan Stanley vulnerable because of wealth not management? Of well, I think that they're vulnerable. The assets, as stocks go lower, their, their assets under management go lower, but they also have IPOs. Where are the IPOs? I mean, we had an IPO this week, a, 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 a small oil company. And I was talking to my staff. I'm saying, you know, that company's interesting. And I realized, well, it's interesting because there's nothing else that's interesting because there's no other deals. If you're in venture capital, and I talk to people at Westward Venture Capital, they're not job hopping. They're, um, they're just thinking, I thought this computer engineering degree was going to give me a lifetime of uh, annuity. Now they're saying, boy, I'm bumping into a lot of other computer engineers. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, um, we are keeping a close eye on uh, – Announcements about workforce reduction. Yes. Uh, of course, the Times had a piece about Goldman uh, the other day that could be in the 1% to 5% range. Reduction in force is back there. Now Twilio, Jim, uh, 11% of the workforce, along with a, a lot of the other names that we've followed, uh, mostly in sort of uh, tech startup software land last couple of months. These companies, oh my, Twilio, jeez, they're still losing money. Anybody's losing money should be thinking. Some of the most devastating, let's take a piece of devastating research, uh, Square. This was a darling. Uh, now it, it looks like not only is it not a darling, but there isn't a place that's not getting hurt. Buy now, pay later, bid. Uh, by the way, Square, I mean, some of these companies that got very much interested in Bitcoin. Bitcoin seems to be held up. I'm going to charge this artificially. There seems to be a movement to have it held up. That doesn't work. I mean, it's Prometheus, and he doesn't stay unbound. Like, uh, they, they want to call it, but instead of calling it uh, Ethereum, they'll call it Prometheus. Well, Jim's referring to this Evercore downgrade. Actually, it's a double downgrade today. Double uh, downgrade. To underperform from outperform. They go from 120, Jim, to 55. Well, then that's not a split. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, look, look, that was devastating. I happen to like Square. Why? Because um, their pay function is really good. Uh, PayPal, very good comments by Dan Schulman. So there's this universe which says, wait a second, before you sell us, remember what we do. And I have Josh Silverman on from Etsy. But all these companies, uh, PayPal doesn't, is making a lot of money. But when you get a a company like Square, don't you start thinking, wait a second, they got to start making money. And even when they do make money, you got a 78 multiple next year. If you think that multiples are going to, are, are, are going to shrink. That's where the problems are. And yet, square block, whatever you want to call it, is $41 billion in market cap. No, I want that. I want a lower market cap because I'm not getting paid. 
I'm not getting a dividend. I'm worried about buy now, pay later if the Fed keeps raising. The buy now, pay later, all they'd ever say is don't worry about us. You know, when everyone says don't worry about you, the first thing you do is worry. Uh, and I am worried about buy now, pay later. Yeah. I wonder, too, uh, one thing about Square yesterday was during the Twitter whistleblower hearing at Senate Judiciary talking about uh, safety faults, in his view, at Twitter, whether or not that could have been extrapolated to Jack's other venture at, at Block. Makes sense. Yeah. How active is Jack there? You know, Emrita uh, uh, Ahuja, fabulous. Yeah. Is she running the company? Uh, which is great. I mean, let's say if she is. But the stock's down 57%. What's amazing, Carl, is that has meant nothing. You know, down 80%. There's a company called Rent the Runway. I remember when they rented the runway. Uh, and they were subscription. Well, people don't like subscription. I mean, everything that was geared toward the different gens, the XYZ, I mean, it made me think about um, Firefest. <laughs> that, well, that's actually, that's not a good thing. No. That, that's not a good thing. No, and we, we've got Mr. McFarland's back. Yes. I'm hoping he goes, I want him to go into the two-year. Wouldn't that be great if he came out and said, you know what, guys, I'm done with the, with the uh, cheese sandwiches. I'm going two-year. No. That's what we want. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot to get to this morning. We're going to talk some mortgage rates, of course, uh, touching their highest level since 08 on the heels of uh, what yields have done and rates have done and what it's done to mortgage demand last uh, few months. Take a look at the futures here. We'll get to um, Apple and a bunch of uh, buyback activity today. Uh, some news on Google, obviously the rail strike possibility mm -hmm. and some news on EVs as the president goes to Detroit. More squawk on the street in a moment. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Got some more challenges facing the housing market today. The average rate on the 30-year fixed tops 6% for the first time since 2008. That's more than double year-ago levels, according to Mortgage Bankers Association. The group also says application volume down 1-2 last week uh, compared with the previous week, and mortgage demand down 29% from a year ago. Jim, if you can't buy because mortgage rates are too high, you're going to rent. And no surprise, that's showing up in the CPI. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think that... Look, rent, food, although I'm betting food is a little bit better, but just because of what visiting Costco, wages. All right. So you can't create more homes, can't create more people, which is what Powell really needs to do. Uh, food could be OK. But what happens here? Typically, when housing peaks or because of rates right here is when there should be too many homes. But you know, because they were trying to meet demand from three months ago. This is where Lenar should be saying, you know what? Wow, we got too many homes. Horton should be saying too many homes. Tolls say, this is the first time 
I mean, we needed these guys to be stupid. It turned out they're all smart. I mean, Doug Yearly, who runs Toll Brothers, he he watches us. And he, he said, you know, I outsmarted you guys. I don't have a lot of homes to sell. Darn it. That's where we're getting hurt. The new guys are much smarter than the old guys. I think they have a lot more technology. Say the same thing about uh, the oil business. They're all smarter. Maybe the hotel business. Cyclical industries that typically overbuilt in, in a peak cycle. Didn't, look, when I saw Expedia, uh, Mr. Kern, one of the things that was very clear is that uh, it's tight. I, you know, we need Chesky to say, okay, listen, everybody, just go, go uh, Airbnb for four months until this thing's over. That's not going to happen. Carl, this rent thing is just, I keep trying to think what happens as they continue to raise rents. And all I can remember is you weren't allowed to raise rents for a couple couple years. So those were the people who got, the two, I'll tell you the two things that really worry me, rents and weddings. I was sitting next to a guy, I shouldn't have overheard him, and he knows I didn't. But he said, you know, I got nine weddings this year. Well, that's, you know, you're, this is an extremely full flight. I mean, the world is catching up to the two years they missed. And it, wedding, wedding, wedding. My daughter's on her third wedding in, I don't know, like four months. These weddings are driving because no one got married. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's another just uh, not a pull forward. It was a push out yes. on COVID. Uh, I don't know if you saw, you mentioned, by the way, we're going to talk to Brian Chesky of Airbnb later today oh, on Tech Check, talk about travel. We've talked about the strength, uh, the commentary out of airlines. Uh, sixth, the European car rental company today with an upside pre-announcement because good luck trying to rent a car in Europe this year, as you know. We rented a, a car uh, well in advance of, of when we went to Italy because we knew as much as I like Hertz, and I'm not going to take advantage of the fact that I know the CEO, but we just had a feeling that, that it, you'd be flooded with Americans. Uh, and I keep thinking about the rock ports I'm wearing now, made in Thailand. Don't even look at them. <laughs> they cost me $140, Macy's.com. I got two unbelievable pairs of leather shoes made in Italy for less than this, okay? So the bargain is overseas, but that's unfair. Most Americans cannot afford a flight that goes to, look, I mean, I I took a flight to Italy, 530 people on the plane, and, you know, extremely full plane on an Airbus, the largest Airbus. There's just, I, I met so many Americans in Italy that I, I thought I was in uh, Little Italy. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Hey, how you doing? Fine. Love the show. I mean, love the show. I'm in a, I'm in a gelato line. Love the show. Hey, good guess. Of, no, you're supposed to be Italian. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I mean, I'm not sure how, uh, how Powell pr- pr- suppresses that. I don't like, know. There's still so much pent-up demand to get out. Well, I mean, one thing he can do is overshoot and make it so that we decide to, you know, people come back to work. Carl, when you're 55 and you retire, do you really think your savings are going to get you? You're betting against your life. You're betting, you're betting that we've had two years of life expectancy going lower and that you basically think that, you know what, you'll play a lot of golf and die. Not the right attitude. Right, right. I mean, unless you're in the national. <laughs> That's a place that no one's allowed into. Ah, I don't know. You think, you think we reversed some of those reti- early retirements we lost? Yes. I think those people are going to say, Wow, my stocks are a little lower. Maybe I don't have all that money. Maybe I have to find a job. Uh, that's who's got to come back. Right. And that, that, those people, I mean, I think Jay Powell's saying, how long can they hold out? Right. Well, maybe that's sort of what participation rate's kind of hinting. 
I think that was the one positive number that I've That's seen. Exa- yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of people overlooked it because there were a lot of sell programs yesterday. I also think, Carl, the negativity, it's so hard. Yeah, I know. We're going to talk to Jim about levels here and what's important to hold after that uh, bloodletting yesterday. We'll count down to the opening bell. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash. Take a look at futures here holding up a bit after that historic loss. Back in a moment. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Take a look at the futures here holding up after yesterday. Interesting on a point basis, and I know that's a huge caveat, but it was the fifth biggest point loss in S&P history, seventh biggest for the Dow. Opening bells coming up in a few moments here. And remember, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Back in a moment. Time for Kramer's Mad Dash as we count down to the opening bell. One of the great joys of going out, uh, say, to Amazon Web Services, speaking to Adam Slipsky, is they continue to buy, continue to hire. And they build data centers, and they want them to be done with recycled. Uh, they want to have as little impact as imagine on the environment. That usually means buying the stock of Nucor because Nucor is going to get the orders. Well, Nucor this morning put out its monthly, and it was disappointing. And I'm just going to read it. says they expect steel mill segment earnings to be considerably lower. Considerably. That's a tough word for them. In the third quarter of 2022, as compared to the second quarter of 2022, that's not that long ago, due to metal margin contraction and reduced shipping volumes, particularly at sheet and plate mill. Okay, sheet and plate mill is pretty much everything. I mean, so you, on the one hand, you've got a company that is the ESG king. But on the other hand, you have a company that finally uh, says, yeah, we, we, steel's not immune. Typically, this stock would be cut in half already. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But be aware that this is the first negative uh, news from Nucor, I think, in a very long time. Uh, isn't that important from a margin perspective? If I mean, as, as we're watching margin effect on inflation overall? Well... Uh, steel's been up, up, up. And it's been a major problem in the inflation complex. So I, I think that this is something that Powell would say, yeah, I know, but that's not what I want. I, I, I want your house to come down in price. I mean, he would rather see Whirlpool say this than Nucor. I, I, I would say Nucor is the building block of this country. You, you need their steel to build everything from cars to uh, infrastructure, a lot of people are buying it for infrastructure, uh, oil and gas uh, tubing. And, and I guess most importantly, you needed to build apartments, multifamily housing, and they're not gonna build them all with wood, even though a lot of guys are building with very pressured wood because it's good in, a, in an environment where, the, uh, where you have too much heat. Yeah. But yeah, this is a bummer, and it's not what I wanna see from Nucor, it is what I wanna see for Pound. Yeah. I was going to say, you got to start somewhere. Yes. <laughs> and and Nucor, is a, it, Nucor is the best of the best. Uh, I, I've always felt that you can't own a steel company going into recession. But, uh, and, and so far, until today, that made sense because Nucor was not down. Now, Nucor is buying back a ton of stock. Uh, but I just was surprised. This was a surprise. Uh, I do want to talk to you about buybacks because there's a few of them today. But first, let's get the opening bell here and the CNBC real-time exchange. And the big board, it is American Assets Trust, a REIT 
celebrating its 12th listing anniversary. And at the NASDAQ, the cast of the upcoming Broadway show, Death of a Salesman. Oh, my. Wendell Pierce. How are you doing? Wendell Pierce in the cast. That's a play we like to quote all the time on this show. When I, when I was little, my dad had Boston and Norfolk. I, I, I thought that Arthur Miller must have been my dad around. Tough to be on the road selling uh, gift wrap and scotch tea. Great news for New York City overall as we're going to get a ton of new productions here in the, in the next season, which is what Broadway needs. Right. Uh, needs. And everyone's talking about how great it could be that uh, Netflix is going to have this ad support of you. I happen to be a Hulu person, and I can't believe I have to watch these stupid commercials. So uh, I, don't, I think the enthusiasm is very misplaced for, uh, for Netflix and the ad. Right. Who wants ads? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Here's All the right. open. Uh, up 50 here. Um, is this the kind of stabilization you want to see? No, no, not at all. The stabilization I want to see is the two-year, which is the worst stock in the world in terms of, if you want to call it that. Yep. The two-year is still doing the wrong thing. I mean, you, you, look, I, who does not want 3.8? I mean, the only way to get 3.8 is to own a REIT. Uh, it, but I, I like to think that I get my money back plus 3.8. These treasuries are, if, if Powell does 100, I think that people might be saying, you know what? They're really tough on inflation um, because they sent the price of stocks down. That's the problem. With That's not your call, though. 100. No, it's not my call because I think that he's, uh, he doesn't like surprises. Remember, he's a very calm man. He surprised people in 2018. He learned his lesson. Yeah. There was a, a couple um, arguments last night. Uh, J.P. Morgan, for whom a recession is not their baseline call, but they did say that a central bank-led recession, the odds went up. Now they're looking at 40% odds that you do have, and B of A last night as well. Uh, Fed's probably going to overdo it, uh, probably will result in a recession. Well, I, I think that, give them a little more credit. They can make it so people come back to the workforce uh, they can make it so that uh, we have a little bit higher unemployment. Uh, they, can, they can't fix rents. Uh, but the idea that we're necessarily going to be thrown in a recession with the, with the balance sheets of where we are, uh, that, that's, that's tough for me. You mean the household balance sheets? Yeah, household balance sheet and small business balance sheet, pretty good. I mean, the layoffs so far are, they're in tech, uh, in finance, and they're very little. Now, remember, David Solomon did promise you, I did an interview with David Solomon at Goldman. He said, we will fire people, lay them off if we see any real weakness. Like, I remember when I worked at Goldman, there was this department, it was the mortgage department. And one day I went down, there was nobody there, except for a couple of copy machines. I said, where'd they put the mortgage department? Oh, well, we got rid of the mortgage department. They weren't making any money. So, I mean, Goldman's true to its word. But I, I do think that the idea of recession, let's take that off the table and instead say, you know what, we're going to see a definitive slowdown. And it means that while Clorox was downgraded to an underweight today, that may be a mistake. Uh, Nucor, Dow Chemical, these are building blocks of America. Those are uh, not, they aren't really able to raise price. So I mean, I see too much that's negative already. Uh, it, it's not, we're not gonna wake up and find more apartments, but we could wake up and say, there are people who say, you know what, I gotta put, put my home up for sale uh, before things get too negative. That could happen, right. but th you know, that's a stretch. I, I wish that there was more building. I do think, by the way, that there are three companies that are helping. Walmart, Target, and Costco. They are helping the Fed. They are holding the line uh, on, on price inflation. And that's very smart. Yeah, I know, especially, you know, 
uh, big retailers get beat up politically quite a bit, but they are yes. a net source of disinflation uh, and lower prices for most Americans. It's not like they're catering to even Amex. Some argue is, you know, is biased to the higher an, uh, income levels. Yes, it is. One of the things that uh, that Costco, Costco has a lot of stores. They could have double the stores in the United States, but you know, there's still a lot of resistance to having a Costco in your area because it, it can hurt small business. Right. To me, that's wrong. Costco, you if you're a small business person, you go buy a Costco and then you and then you sell it at your own store. Uh, helping to lead the S&P this morning, Jim, is Starbucks. Uh, 3% gain here on the guidance on earnings from the CFO. And of course, Howard, talking to you about unions uh, using technology to reduce service time. I think he's going to make it so it's easier to work. Look, look, cold brew came from nowhere. So they have a lot of machines that they demonstrated to me that are going to make it so cold brew can be much faster. Uh, and everything that Howard kept saying over and over again was, and you'll want to work here more. It'll be better. It'll be better. It'll be better. Uh, and he talked about how the buyback maybe been a, a mistake, just buyback. Want to make things better for the worker. Uh, he and I are idealists from the old days. We were talking about RFK, Robert F. Kennedy. And he was a person who ran for president at one point. I mean, I know it. Wow, it's been a long time. But I know that he is not anti-union. I think he's pro the benefits that he wants to offer people. He's not anti-union because he grew up in an era where unions could be a positive force. But what he wanted to do is say, you know what, let's solve the problem of how much of a drag it is, how much, how, what a problem is with ice, what a problem is we don't have the right machines, uh, we need time to market. A lot of what they showed me is we can do this many uh, foam espressos in this short a time and, and you'll be great. Now, I was in Milan. You know, the big maker of, in, of coffee in Milan is Starbucks. Huh. And uh, he's talking about building a, 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 a Starbucks in, every nine hours in China. That's a lot of Starbucks. Yep. Chinese is very strong, which is certainly different from what we read. I was so impressed with that guide. I've never seen Howard like this. Do you know what? I've never seen him like this. I've never seen him so buoyant. It's not just because he's given up to, to, to Luxman Narasimhan. Yep. He was so darn happy. I, I've seen him. I've seen him bummed. Do we have some clips of, <laughs> yeah. of the well, happiness he exuded? Speaking of clips, um, we do have a bit of sound of, of Howard with uh, with Jim talking about not just unions, but sort of what he called, I think, a new era of growth. Take a listen. This is a new era of growth for Starbucks. But we have the evidence. So two weeks ago, just think about this. Two weeks ago, we introduced the fall campaign in the U.S. at a time when people are so worried about inflation yeah. and consumer confidence. We had the best single week in the history of Starbucks, 51 years other than holiday, two weeks ago. Jay Powell, please call him. Call him. Get a couple of CEOs. Get some information. So devotion. Yeah. You don't have to say it, but get some people like him. And say, hey, listen, uh, what, is, is there any hope from productivity? Because I think what you'll find is the productivity uh, of a Starbucks, I think a lot of places are going to be challenged by what he's doing. Uh, it's, he, he, look, they are about getting rid of waste. I had a, I had a latte there. I mean, it's like the new things that they're featuring, pistachio. I mean, I was like down on like this. They, I mean, they are inventive like I haven't seen since 2008 when they came out of the recession. Uh, they are, re, the stores, you won't recognize their stores 18 months. That's interesting. Uh, there was a period there where you were not as bullish on the name as you are no, now. No, I really am bullish, and I wish my Chapel Trust owned more I'm very excited, but not as, look, I, I've known Howard. You know, I've had, I've had back and forth with Howard. 
he was pure joy. And he's not talking about inflation. He's not talking about the Fed. He's talking about productivity and making it so workers uh, for partners uh, are, are, are not struggling as much as, as he admits that they were. Right. By the way, Barclays today reiterates overweight. They go to 100 from uh, 96. Nice. Um, now, the union discussion with Howard sort of echoed with was what Jassy said at Code last week, which is that it's on us to create a package, a comp package that makes it attractive to work here without the union. And now we have the rails. And already commodity markets are starting to react to what happens this week if, uh, if it's not negotiated or imposed. Well, it's not like, you know, not like President Truman where they're going to take over the rails. I mean, if I were Union Pacific, I would be saying, listen, I've fired, fired, fired a lot of people. And the people are left that can handle uh, some wage increase. But I think if you're reading headlines, it reads bad. Reads very bad. We got a downgrade of both CSX yes, today. Yes, I thought that made sense. Yeah. Uh, Union Pacific's had very, UNP. very big move. Uh, but when I talked to Expedia, which, by the way, is, you know, tens of millions of people use Expedia. You can save money if you travel. I think there's a lot of people who do experimenting, uh, find out what's the best way to go. Uh, I, you should ask Chesky how many people are literally saying, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm going to try a new way of living. Because it, I think that's possible. I think it's really possible to have a new, for the people who are uh, no families. or right. Because it's this gen, gen, everyone's worried about Gen Z. Because Gen Z does not want to play ball. Uh, either return to office no. or uh, even entering the labor force at oh. all. <laughs> it was very funny. When I, I was talking to Craig Jelinek, he says, you know how hard it is to work at Costco from home? <laughs> Good point. Yes. Good point. But I, I think that one of the more positive things I heard from, uh, from Howard was that China, uh, that they can do so well in China, uh, given what's going on in China, is, is pretty amazing. All people say that why, aren't, why isn't the Fed more bullish about what's happened to the oil complex? That gasoline's going down, 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 down. And I think that's reasonable. The people in business don't want the Fed to continue to focus on wage growth. Let us handle our productivity. Now, you know, when you, make, when you see machines with, with patents at Starbucks which show you how they can cut through poop, poop, it reminds me very much of what Chipotle did. When they got that make line that made it so you can go through. Remember, Starbucks, they weren't ready for uh, drive-through. They weren't ready for pickup. They, they were not at all ready for this cold brew. I mean, nitro. I mean, you know, more people drink cold than they hot, which yeah. brings a nice big day point. Yeah, well, even back then, though, the strategic uh, imperatives were about leisure, taking your time, you hang out there, it's a third place. He wants to bring back third place. Really? Yeah, he really does want to. By the way, um, I, 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 the only time I really, I think, offended Howard was that uh, I, I have a, a, a person who works with me, Brian Stoto. He's brilliant, runs the research. He comes in every day with a Dunkin' Donuts single-use plastic cup. And I told, I told Howard, I liked it. I liked it. And it was the one moment of discord. <laughs> Otherwise, it's really terrific, terrific exhibit of, of all the things they're doing. Um, Jim, on energy, you mentioned gas prices now down 92 days in a row. But uh, the White House with this leak about potentially refilling SPR at 80, um, which is interesting because we remember a time where the Democrats didn't want to let the White House do it at 20. Uh, I, I, I frankly was shocked at that. I do know that at a certain point you can't just keep draining it. Uh, I also know that the oil companies have stepped up, uh, but they've stepped up to supply Europe. And we don't talk enough. Oh, by the way, a lot of these people say, why aren't you guys more bullish about the fact that Ukraine is, seems to be beating the Russians? 
And, and I think that I said I think these people are either afraid that that could mean that the that Putin goes nuclear. Or we just want to keep our fingers crossed and not say anything. Oh, another area where people are very excited about in terms of costs, T-Mobile, because they're out there in Seattle, keeping uh, costs down. I mean, you know, everybody wants to keep pointing out to me in business, well, you stop talking about costs going up. And I keep saying, every time I do that, I get hit as being a Pollyanna, and I don't want to be a Pollyanna. Yeah, it's a great point, actually, as we watch uh, how wireless service has typically been a, a disinflationary uh, component on, on, on uh, the indexes. By the way, um, you got the iPhone 14 reviews out this morning, and this news that Apple's going to use some Taiwan semi-tech in right. the iPhone and the Mac. That's what Nikkei says. Several notes today about uh, that the 14 is going to be a bust. Who are they talking to? Are, I bought the 13 because I lost my phone. And they said, well, why don't you wait a week and get a new phone? I said, okay, well, when would I have it in my hands? I said, well, I know you have many more orders than we thought we would. Now, okay, so is that anecdotal? It's one store. Well, I mean, believe me. I said, okay, why don't you call like 40 stores and get me a phone, will you? And, and I, they, the guys initially didn't know I was. I mean, I wasn't trying to pull rank or anything. And they said, listen, there, there are no phones. Everyone knows that there's all these new f- features. But the analysts, all of whom are probably desperate for a 14, are saying that for the most part, when I read about the 14, it, it's negative. Right. Uh, it's, ne- it's negative except for all the people who want to own. <laughs> well, the stock did hold uh, yesterday, Jim. You know, one, what, uh, 154 yeah. I think it's going to make a run into, into the launch. The stock that's bleeding endlessly, no matter what people do, and, and, and Mr. Uh, Munster was saying earlier that maybe even the government might investigate TikTok, but the stock that goes down all the time is Meta. Is Meta. And there's a feeling, I can't prove this, by the way, that Mark Zuckerberg's not engaged. I can say the opposite. He is, and not just engaged in the metaverse. They do have a problem that people don't seem to be posting as much. But this is, to quote President Nixon, a, become a pitiful, helpless giant. And I think that what they need to see is start talking about the fact that Reels is taking business from TikTok. But what people keep saying is that TikTok is just being posted on Reels. Uh, how prevalent is TikTok? Uh, I was showing the Costco people about how uh, it, that you can Kirkland things. Uh, it, it, this is a great video about that. Kirkland is, of course, their brand. Uh, I think that that Reels is going to be a competitive thing, but Meta's been caught here. And they're caught in transition, uh, and they care about the stock, it, but it's not the stock that people are yeah. crazy about. That's a uh, that's a new low for the year. Wow! Which is uh, it did not hold. Uh, wow. For example, Apple held last Thursday's right. lows. Meta did not. No, that's Meta is, you know, they, Meta, Meta needs a big surprise. And of course, the semis are, remain disastrous. But remember, the SMH is down 40, more than 40 percent for the year. We need to see a retest of some of those. Uh, without a doubt, the one that is that keeps getting sent, uh, told to me was, Jim, why did you ever like um, why, 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 why did you ever like NVIDIA? And I said, well, I don't know, perhaps because it's one of the best performing stocks of all time. But NVIDIA, into, NVIDIA to semis is meta to Internet. And these are stocks that people just feel are, are overvalued. Uh, and I want to hear Jensen Wong's uh, coming, uh, 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 coming presentation. Because right now, I think people feel like NVIDIA is just a gaming chip. It's going back to that. I don't know. Do I want to buy NVIDIA here? My Chapel Trust owns it. We have not, we sold a lot higher. We have not bought it back. That's interesting. Um, in pharma, uh, Moderna, the CEO, uh, says he's open to selling the vaccine to China, mulling a facility in Japan. 
Uh, Pfizer began uh, some phase three on an mRNA-based flu vaccine. And then you got some movement on uh, Berenberg, uh, ups Merck to buy. I thought, that, to I thought the Merck piece was good because the stock has given up all its gains. Uh, I like the fact that, Mo- look, Moderna needs, Howard, is, Howard Schultz always says, you know, it's, by the way, so does Tim Cook in, in, in Apple, which is you're by China for China. I mean, I think if Moderna would have put up five factories in China in cities that are closed down, I think what it would force President Xi to say, you know what, they're doing it here. It's no longer just a Western phenomenon. We're going to start vaccinating. I don't know whether I want to go to that. Uh, if I'm President Xi, he's making that pilgrimage. Yeah, he's in see, Kazakhstan see now. Yeah. I mean, they better hope that there's no you know, a strain of COVID there that we don't know about. I do think that one of the things that people talk about to me constantly when I'm on the road is, what's with the Chinese? How did they become anti-growth? How did they become anti-science? Over and over again, like people like Lysenko, I mean, this is bad communist science. I keep hearing about bad communist science. It's interesting you say that because yesterday, I mean, it was a bad day, but Nike was particularly bad, China exposure. Today, uh, Boeing, uh, B of A says, likely maybe to guide down soon on some of these disappointing Max deliveries. Uh, Boeing's going to be one of your worst down names today. You know, Dave Calhoun, what a Job-like job. I mean, there's this is the stock that typically you would buy when you, you're extremely full plane, which I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think you could take a, a plane right now. I don't want to pick on any one city, but let's say you want to take a plane to Youngstown. I mean, well, the city I like. It's going to be extremely full flight. There's like no plane, but they, they don't have enough planes. And Boeing's got a lot of planes, but I think that Boeing needs China orders. And they're just not getting the orders. It's very hard to get a plane. But in order for the stock to move, you need China orders. You don't necessarily, you know, then you, you need to do scale. They're not selling in scale. Uh, I, I look, my travel trust on Boeing, we had some really good sales and then a bad sale. But, uh, I don't know if it can be owned right now. Uh, finally, Jim, I, I did want to ask you about buybacks because we mentioned the J&J. Right. That's $5 billion. Comcast today upping the total to 20 and says they've done nine already year to date. Are, are, are they, you see, you see companies trying to get in ahead of the tax next year? Or what's Maybe. Going on? Look, I, I saw that. You know, I work for Comcast. We work for Comcast. I saw how much they bought and I saw how much they're buying. And I saw the price during multiple of nine. And I say, OK, well, listen, maybe broadband is selling, is slowing. Uh, maybe NBC not doing well, but you don't buy that much stock unless you have some degree of conviction that there's that the future is brighter than the past. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I I know when I talk to analysts, they have to solve this problem of T-Mobile, T-Mobile providing a solution of wireless that is equal to uh, what Comcast yeah. has. Well, although even AT and T this week said there are limits to how much that industry can encroach on uh, on classic broadband, but. We'll I know. Yeah. But look, if you're a Comcast and you're as, fe- as fearful of it as all the analysts, well, why would you be buying it so much? Maybe you'd be saying, look, I'm paying 3% yield. I'd rather buy shares to have fewer people get that yield. So, look, I, look, there's positive and negative, but at least there's some positive. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, uh, Dow's up 85, obviously looking at an inside day after yesterday's uh, tough session. As we go to break, watch bonds today. Uh, we're in a blackout window, so Fed speak is going to be uh, minimal to non-existent. But the, t- the two-year, as Jim said, is the one to watch. Backing off a touch from 383 earlier this morning. We're back in a moment. 
Dow's holding up uh, some 50 points, S&P up about eight. Some of the laggards here, Jim mentioned Nucor uh, and their announcement today. Also some travel names, wins in there. Uh, and we mentioned the uh, downgrade of the rails as um, we got a downgrade of CSX and UMP over at Bernstein. They go to market perform targets of uh, 32 and 230 respectively. Tomorrow morning, don't miss our exclusive with Disney's Bob Chapek. That's coming up on the 9 a.m. hour. We'll be right back. It's time for Jim and Stop Trading. Maybe some stocks are so low that they can handle losses like Google. Uh, it, it, it is really extraordinary. They lost this Android appeal, so Alphabet went $4 billion out, and nobody seems to care. Now, maybe, maybe nobody seems to care because this stock is down horrendously. Uh, some of you watch, 19 times earnings for a pretty good company. Uh, yeah, this, uh, I mean, they lost this appeal decision in, in Europe, and what, $4 billion is a record fine? Yeah, I mean, $4 billion here, $4 billion there, maybe it matters, but I would say that what I've been looking for is negativity and then something that doesn't, stock doesn't go down. Bad news doesn't go down. That would be a buy. Now that you're back home, what's on tonight? Okay, I've got, uh, I've, I've got Etsy, which is down the block for me in Brooklyn. And I think that if you see what's happening with Block, which isn't that good, and you know that the small business people, maybe they're being hurt, maybe they're not, that he will tell us. I think that, sadly, uh, you need fewer small businesses. They're a big engine for growth. And they've not slowed down at all. Oh, that's true. Jim, it's great to have you back. Thank you. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank, Thank goodness. you. Uh, we'll see you on Mad Money tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern. After the break, we'll keep on track of the market volatility. Check in with Charles Schwab's Lizanne Saunders in a moment. You've been listening to The Opening Bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.